Welcome back to One Hit High Points. This is Kareem and Travis. And we're going to talk about something today that's kind of controversial amongst our own, you know, circle of, of people we know, and that's friendships. Hmm. Friendships, they're good, they're bad. And they're ugly. So what prompted, I think, this idea of friendships is just um, kind of, I think in a previous episode, we talked about how, you know, in in friendships, you're really supposed to kind of offer perspectives and, you know, really allow those open-minded perspectives that you're kind of receiving from one another to allow you to get inside the mind of your friend, right? And, and see where they're coming from. And maybe they can offer you some type of intelligence guidance or intel into something that maybe you, you lack a little knowledge in. Um, but also be able to offer that in the same type of like, you know, uh, gusto, right? You really want to make sure that you're just like mm, passionate as well with your points. Don't just submit just because someone's your friend. But where we're at now is why do we feel like friendships seem very transactional nowadays? I think they always have been. I think as age moves on or as we get older, you know, we, we start realizing a lot of friendships are transactional. I don't think they are more transactional in the year 2023 versus, you know, in 1993. Right. You know, I think maybe we see it more because of social media and we see what people are doing and we're prone to sharing our lives with each other in every aspect that we're doing. Maybe that's a part of it, you know, but I don't think they're any worse or better. I, I think there's think more exposure now, maybe. There's more exposure to these types of things, right? In different different avenues of transactions, right? Back in the day, I would say, you know, early 2000s, right? Your transaction would be very much like a friend that invites you to parties, right? You you know, you makes you know people, this and that. Same thing going on. But now it's a little bit more intense, right? Because everyone is is a, a marketable product on social media, right? We're essentially inanimate products profitable marketable items on these digital pages and then we're real life things those real life transactions then make you know friendships seem so far removed because i think things are a lot more blatantly transactional than it was in the past that's the, the difference i think i see now like like what what's an example that you can possibly give that, that help relate i think that actually you like this i know i know i screwed that up i know i screwed that up i wasn't paying attention listen my my it's just like the joint in the middle <laughs> okay, that makes a whole lot of sense i know i wasn't paying attention because i got too passionate this joint is not transactional by the way uh i know i think you know that's a great question though when you asked like why i feel that way and what made me feel that way now just, just you know, i might see something a little differently you know something like that you know uh, i think with the kind of year and a half I've had right where a tragedy has fallen upon me I think that I'm definitely not obviously I'm not the same person you know I think that pain and trauma is there to some degree um you know for those who don't know um you know I I lost my mom a year and a half ago again we'll get into that into a podcast episode one day and unfortunately like things just change um actually I didn't even say unfortunately I think things just change and um I found myself not caring about the same things I used to care about I don't get enticed by going to the bars and the clubs and drinking the same way I did. I don't mind seeing friends in occasion and just in moderation. I just think that I'm starting to see what really matters in life and and that's the simulation that this is that the, that is this life that 
you know, has a lot of pain behind it, you know, has allowed me to see that maybe I should be putting my pain into a purpose and not allowed to allow this pain to drown me out or to use the things that I use in the past to drown out that pain and not understand that pain and ignore it, i.e. partying, drinking, getting trashed and wasting all my money. I think where my friendships now have changed is that I'm learning now that I'm no longer the fun friend, the friend that brings all the plans, the friend that is transactional. Transactional in a way that if I cannot provide the the fun, if I can't mm-hmm. pro- provide the plants, if I can't provide the things that I have provided, which I won't get on about with camera uh, or on camera recording, I feel as though I'm no longer kind but of relatable. That, but is that transactional or like you just said, relatable? Like just because your friends, you can't provide them the fun equality, is that really transactional or, or you just can't relate with them? I anymore? think I can't relate with them anymore, but I'm learning that just because I can't relate with them anymore, it does not mean that you should just stop trying to get to know your friend or listen to your friend or understand what's different now and 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 maybe try to maybe adapt to your friendship because you have history there and, mm. and all that. Why isn't that ability for, for them to adapt to you and vice versa? Why why is that not a thing? You know, why is that not as natural as I thought it was going to be? Now it just seems like unless I have some type of plan, if I hit up, I'm like, hey, guys, like, let's go to the club. Let's go to the bars. I have this plan. Like, I'll drive us. It just seems like everyone's like, hell yeah. Hey, I'm throwing a party in the backyard, which we just recently did. Everyone's down. But when it comes to like more wholesome things, it doesn't seem that seems like fun to anybody. It doesn't seem like that stuff is interesting to people the same way. And the transactional aspect is a lot of friends that I made in the city, like the socialite people, they're not as close to me as 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 I was to them throughout the past year and a half because I'm not going out as much. I'm not going to these parties. I'm not going to spend the same money for tickets to these same events. Like, Yeah, but and, and some of those things I just don't think are transac- transactional as in your friends are using you in certain pieces or even my friends are using me. Um, like I, I look at some things that are transactional as in they're, they're truly benefiting from you. Like they're, they're taking something, whether you gave it to them, um, Fuck. or like, kind of like, like, for example, like, um, like when, like I, I struggled with this often, like having friends okay, and, like throughout life and like through elementary school and high school and things like that. And it's, I always kind of thought it was more of like the friends that I did have was only around me because of, you know, the, the toys that I had of growing up, you know, like living on a lake, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I want to be Travis's friend. I want to go hang out on the lake. And I thought I had all these friends and that, but at the end of the day, did I, I don't know that question. Like, I don't talk to hardly any of them. Hey, well, that sounds transactional to me. Damn it. Like, that's That's, what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that's something tangible that is transactional that they were using. No, anything, whether tangible or not, it can be transactional. If I'm friends with you because I smoke fat joints with you and only because you, I smoke fat joints with you, that's transactional, dude. That's what I'm talking about. You owe me a joint because this one's broke. All right, fine. Facts. Listen, the point I'm trying to make, it's, it's, it's very much... I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I know. I I'm know. You're just trying to get the idea. Two yeah. different comparisons on two different types of transactional friends is one is expecting you to live to expectations or stay the if same. Someone's only your friend for the good times. That's transactional. Sorry. It's transactional because it, if I'm not giving you something, i.e. fun, and I'm no longer the fun friend because I'm no longer relatable to you. kind of like marriage. Through thick and thin. You know, it's, it's you, that's what you think. What that's is. what you think. I'm not, what be. I'm not specifying this towards anyone specifically. I'm just starting to see a different 
change, like a like a well, we've had an attitude change in people since I've met you. So yeah. you know, we've talked about friends and relationships being transactional. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And that's my that's my number one pet peeve in meeting new people is like when you're so like when you're trying to be so like slick about it, it grosses me out. I'd rather you be blatantly honest with me that hey, listen, I think you seem cool. Like you know, I you I know you smoke. I know you have a podcast. Like. Yeah, let's hang out and this and that. Like, if you if you're trying to get to know me through the things I like and that's your way, hey, listen, like I appreciate that and that's cool, and that's fine. Don't be don't be someone who's just like, yeah, yeah, man, like I'll I'll totally hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. well, do you have any like weed on you? Do you want to smoke? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have, you have you have a good party to go to. Let's go to that party. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, like. Yeah, from that standpoint, it's almost kind of like okay, they just expect you to be their you know social calendar. Yeah, or something like that. And then the blatantness would be if someone was like, hey, man, like, honestly, I don't really know you well. I don't know if I could actually get down with, like, who you are as a person. And, yeah, maybe I, I would. I wouldn't mind getting, like, some weed off you. Or I wouldn't mind, like, if you knew anybody that wanted to, like, like, that was interested in doing this or that. Vibe, then ask for the weed. Don't ask for the weed at the beginning, you know? The weed is a bad example because no one really does that to me. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no, yeah. No one comes up to me for, like, weed or anything like that, which is weird because I even find it weird sometimes that I still smoke weed because of shit in my life but here i am i've ever since i've taken that one hit and gotten that one high point i've never wanted to stop i've never wanted to it's a one hit high point i've never yeah I, and guess what you <clears throat> have multiple one hit high points i do i have multiple one hit high points and that's that's everyone here anyone who listens in my opinion is someone who's willing to take a one hit high point i.e you know, be open-minded, have a conversation, talk, offer perspective. Nothing's that extreme. We're just people. We're allowed to make mistakes. Fuck cancel culture. Fuck your woke shit. Be based. Being based is the, is the greatest thing in the world because when you're based, you focus on actual facts while then partaking into the, the, to the emotional aspect and why that's important, but, but should only add to a fact, never take away. And if your emotions run rampant and it, it's the basis of your argument, you have nothing. And I learned that even losing a mother in a horrific way is not it does not make me a victim and it does not allow me to use this emotional card or mm -hmm. or death card as some people may think i do it it allows me to be a human being to say hey listen i'm not my best right now i'm not feeling my best mentally i'm not doing my best so because of raw. because yeah yeah i'm vulnerable and raw and because of the circumstances i vocalize that and if that yeah. makes people think i'm using a death card then and, and typically you know. during those raw or vulnerable moments is typically when you find the most growth in, in an individual um, and I think that's a, a somewhat what's going on with you at the moment is, 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 um, like you're growing, you're, you're essentially growing up. Not that you were like not grown up before, but you know, like you're growing up and at your most vulnerable moments, I feel like we is the most growth. Yeah. In some aspect. For sure. And that's and, why I said, I see things differently um, now. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't necessarily know when my growing up period was. But, you know, looking back and, you know, how I treated life, you know, 10 years ago versus now or even five years ago is a lot different. Um, well, I'm just going to say that you and I did not have these forehead wrinkles just yesterday. So I think we've grown up a while now. Well, that's, you know, my resting bitch face. Guys, look at this joint case, by the way, I got the flea market here in Westwood. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed. I don't know if this will ever be a video that's released visually to people. I know that we're obviously recording videos and that may be a thing in the future, but I got this really nice joint case. Maybe we'll post it on Instagram. Uh, maybe, who knows? But <laughs> I don't know. But what I was going to try to say, just to kind of like summarize this whole thing, I don't want to talk about it too long. I really think that friendships 
you know, are so vital to a person's mental health when you're going through the worst time ever. But but that can also be a double-edged sword because that friend has the power then who knows you to equally as hurt you because you just become more sensitive and bitter when you get older. And that's just an unfortunate uh, product of knowing what you want and don't want out of people in life and what you want for yourself and don't want for yourself. So I'm like, wow, getting older, feeling this way and having loss, like now I'm definitely way less like intolerable you know, about things I feel are blatantly trying to hurt me and or take advantage of me. And that's why I reference transactional friendships. Like I should not be just your friend or your best friend only when I'm the fun guy. I should also be your best friend when I'm going through shit because the shit I'm going through now is going to unfortunately happen to every single person I'm friends with at some point in their life where they will lose someone. And when that time comes, which I hope to God, it's a long time from now, that pain that they're going to feel, they don't feel left out. They don't feel like there's no one that can relate because there always is someone that can relate. And that's, that's me. And I want to be that friend to them, but you can't get someone to reverse relate when it's not, it's not happened to them yet. And that's sad. And it's, it's, it's sad. And I've been really patient. It's hard. It's hard for, um, you know, for yourself because Mm -hmm. you, you want someone that you can relate to someone that you can, that gives you a little bit more compassion, you know, something like that. But even on the, on the flip side, I don't want to relate with people, actually. I, I just want people's, like, ability to listen and understand. As in, as in, like, you can, like, understand. Like, yeah. you can collectively, like, agree to something. I, I don't know. Right. Like, it, it is a sense of relating in yeah. some aspect. But, like, and even on my side, it, it is hard, you know, to know what to say or not to do to someone that is going through a significant amount of grief. And, and, and that. It, that's a tough piece too and it's just more of just making sure that your ears are open and that you listen is the biggest thing that i could give to anyone out there um is and that's even not just dealing with a friend on grief it's just friendships and relationships it's all about listening and i think that's the piece that we've have forgotten and and yeah. it's like we're so caught up in the fastness of the world that we just need to stop we need to slow down and we need to just listen. Yeah. As I'm like sitting here with my passion, like I talk a lot for sure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking a lot. There's nothing wrong with talking fast. I think I'm a good listener too. There, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong about talking slow or you know anything like that. It's no, really I cannot stand a slow talker. Let me get into it. Yeah, but oh but the thing my is, god, get your again, point out. But the thing is, is you have to listen. No, I listen. Listen, listen, Stop. listen. Now, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Linda Lou. <laughs> listen. I am cutting you off about your point. <laughs> I listen. What I don't listen to is I can't stand when people over explain or which is what I do 90% of the time, which I don't expect listen. people to listen, listen to me. To but I don't like when people talk slow. You can use your words a little faster. You don't when people talk like this. I feel like sometimes I like to go outside to hang out, but I'm more of a homebot. Those people, I yeah. I respect you. You you you're still a human, and I I respect you. We but holy God, man, pick up the if pace. We bring compassion and and kindness back to the world. We have to accept all talkers. Oh no, I do, I do, I surely do. But it be the ones that tell me I talk too fast, that talk that slow, and it's like the gall and the gumption to speak that way. When I'm like, I have life, precious life to live, and you're one story that has no valid. I have to get to the great part. part. Yeah find this raid yeah like it's just a go away but no it's 
listening's the key piece and and it is tough believe me like for myself i get impatient with listening to me you know others you know you at times not really but you know like it's like there's this elderly guy i can remember the story and it was the longest story about a stupid fish that he caught and i'm like i don't care like one i don't care about the fish but to just the delivery to get there. So yes, it, it's frustrating. But you yeah. know what? It, it's we have to remind ourselves that we have to listen, as hard as it is, and that's the kindest thing to do, and that's what makes and breaks. all I do is listen, which is why I know too much about everything. Which is why I get frustrated. It's like I don't want to hear about people's problems when I'm dealing with my own problems, and it's not in a way that's problems that like I can give guidance to. No, no, no. It's not in a way I can give guidance to problems, like. It's problems that literally make it my problem. You know, people know that I'm a passionate person. I've said that like 500 times in this episode. I am a very... No. Why the fuck would you think that? Mm. As I say it passionately. I'm passionate, you know, because I'm passionate. And that's that, you know. I I don't want other people's problems to become my own because... Even in that very first time of the grievement period, I feel like I never got to have that period of time where I just was like dealing with my own problems. It always seemed as though I was dragged into someone else's shit. And when that kind of stuff happens time and time again, I can't catch my breath. I can't like sit down and actually process more things. I'm too busy worrying about what everyone else is doing or suffering with. And that's fine. And I love, I love that empathy, bringing it back to humanity. I I do love listening to people, whether they talk slow, I just bust around. I think my main quarrel with things is is that we don't have empathy in the friendship dynamic the same way we used to it does not seem like that family oriented like love you like blood type situation it seems like when people just lose that i don't know relatability or endurance to hear certain things after a while when they know that things are not just going to change overnight if that's unfortunately how the cookie crumbles in your friendship that's sad and 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 it makes me feel like at this age in my life, like I'm 29 years old, like I want to make sure that I entered the, my 30s with and 40s and 50s until I die with the friendships I've built my entire young adulthood, especially. Unfortunately, they change over time. No, and I know, you know this, and, but and that's it, it's hard. everyone, dude. It's like everyone, though, you know. And 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 it's hard, um, especially like as I look back through the, you know, I, I was born and raised in Indiana, then I lived in Alabama and now I'm in Jersey for six years. So, and yeah. it's like, I'm 35 years old and it's like, it's looking back. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of people. I can call people up today in Alabama and I can get there and it's like, yeah, I'm, am I as close as I am or was with them? No, but it's, but it, it but it's kind of like, but I'm not talking about people across the country. I have, I've lived in several different States across the country. What I'm getting at is that yes, relationships do fall apart friendships do fall apart and you can't keep all of them essentially like it yeah but that's like, that's like that's like common knowledge we we have to understand why though like what's causing it is there a specific thing is there a specific element that threads you're not relating people grow up they they mature it could just be something not really between the two parties it's just you went two different directions yeah, I, I think, again, unfortunately, everyone tries to say, like, you know, form a new reality around people that have also dealt with loss. I don't want to be reminded constantly of the sadness in this world and that I'm just coping. I thought that's what I needed to do. And I realized that's not what I needed to do. I needed to be around people that are motivating, inspiring and people that have accomplished things. So I surround myself with successful people. My mentality becomes successful. I cannot surround myself with victim, bl- you know, victim blaming uh 
victimizing themselves or uh, pity partiers or blamers and things like that because unfortunately that's what happens with me and I am a product of those people where I start to then look at myself and think well, well uh, you know and complain and you know I'm sure complain on this podcast even throughout the months that we were doing it you know and it's because I'm in this mentality where I'm trying to break out of that why do I feel like life is so bleak and nihilistic? Why do I feel bad for myself? Why do I feel bad for the, the tragedy and the pain that I've experienced throughout the fucking literal time I was a toddler to now? It's 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 at the end of the day, it's like, what did I learn through that? That my my pain, my suffering is making me golden in a way. I'm able to understand people. I'm under, I'm able to love better. And I maybe maybe able to listen to in a way that I that maybe the average person can't listen to, which is my suffering, what I've dealt with allows me to understand your suffering. Not that it's the same suffering, but it allows me to identify it and then to have that specific willow of willow wisp of an ear rather than like that same like burning passion that I feel like in my own heart about the things I've gone through. Like now I can get a glimpse of that, that little wisp right inside you just kind of like, like it's, it's, it's there. It's, it's there. Like, I can see it. I can identify it. that pain is maybe be able to do that. Somewhat of a, a piece of like relating, but not relating to the same circumstances. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, uh, well, I think friends. I think it's friends. Friends listen are good. To each other. Listen to your friends. Moral of the story is: listen to your friends. Understand that at friends are going to go through some pretty ugly times. Those times are so important because guess what? Remind yourself this: in the human experience. <gasps> Everyone experiences the same end result feeling and emotion backed by a completely unique, different experience that got them there. But that same feeling, that very same pain will happen to you at some point in your lifetime. Reciprocate the loyalty and the respect, honesty, and love in that friendship. And I guarantee it'll come back to you tenfold. In whatever route you decide to choose, it will come back to you. So listen to your friends, love your friends, whether they're slow talkers, I'm sorry, I will be better at that, whether they're fast talkers, and I'll get better at not being so fast. Slow talkers, fast talkers. They're all talkers, but not everyone's an actioner. Friends. Listen to your friends, <laughs> be loyal to your friends, be kind to your friends. Um, don't just be a good person. Just stop. Yeah, don't expect things out of your friendships. If 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 you know someone's just going through a different time and they're not relating, don't expect them to have the same like energy and tenacity. Like if they're going through a rough time, don't allow their su subtle change in behavior to be something that allows you to feel emboldened enough to then call it out and say it in a negative way. Like I don't know why you're being this way. Maybe don't do that. Maybe listen more and validate more and try to diffuse your friend more as opposed to just like trying to say hey listen i'm not getting involved or i'm not doing this or not doing that that may only make problems worse and if you think i'm speaking from experience maybe i'm letting this straight up then i think what everyone should go do is <laughs> if you go call a friend and you know just see how they're doing don't call them with a problem don't call them with the news or anything else like that maybe just a simple phone call. hey how are you doing today yo that light up of the first joints taste is like no other yes it's taste i can describe yeah call up your friend Listen, don't be like obviously creepy and weird and be like, hey, are, how, is everything okay? And don't say anything like that because then you just come off like, you say, how are you doing? What's new? Hey, just thought about you. What, what are you up to? Hey, just thought of you. Um, figured I'd ask you how you're doing. Just things like that, you know, simple. <laughs> All right. Well, here's a, another night of one hit. Here's another point. Yeah, here's another point of high one. What's What are we called again? The points of high. Um, thanks to another episode of One Hit High Points with Kareem. <laughs> oh my god. And Travis. <laughs>
make sure <laughs> you tune in for next episode we will get better at posting more frequently it just we get high and sometimes that's just a result of the thing that also makes us feel the most alive so on that note have a great day and see you on the next one thank you bye, -bye. bye.